coming up on today's Federal Newscast. While the Navy has a plan in place to fix its pilot shortage, new research shows it may not be ready for unforeseen problems. The Defense Digital Service now has a new leader. And while the Coast Guard says it's going to need more ships to protect U.S. interests in the Arctic region, it's getting at least one request filled. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. While the Navy has plans to shore up its pilot shortage by 2023, more problems may arise in the future. New analysis from the Defense Department says one of them could be the commercial pilot shortage peaking at the same time, causing the Navy to have to compete for talent. Additionally, the Navy will have an instructor shortage in that time frame. The service is taking action now with new programs to prepare for the instructor gap. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan appoints a new director for the Defense Digital Service. Chicago professor and former Navy advisor Brett Goldstein will take over the DDS sometime this week. Goldstein replaces founding director Chris Lynch, who will be returning to the private sector. Shanahan says it's Goldstein's public and private sector knowledge, technical expertise, and commitment to improving government through technology that makes him right for the position. The Pentagon is struggling to manage all of its back office data, so it's turning to the cloud for some help. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Pentagon's chief management officer is facing a data deluge as it continues its administrative reform efforts. So the CMO wants some help in the form of a software-as-a-service data analysis tool. The CMO issued a draft statement of work seeking vendor input on its plans for a possible contract. The draft statement calls for a web-based data mining SaaS platform with data delivery and analysis services. DOD says the tool must provide on-demand and accurate decision-grade information to leaders across the defense enterprise to further reduce cost, increase speed, and improve performance. I'm Jason Miller. The Coast Guard says it needs upgraded ships, planes, helicopters, and drones to compete in the Arctic. A new strategy released by the service comes amid concerns about increased activity by China and Russia in the region. The area has become more contested as the ice caps have melted and more resources have emerged. The Coast Guard will finally get one of its ships it says it needed for a long time. For more on that, we turn to Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Naval Sea Systems Command awards VT Halter Marine of Pascagoula, Mississippi, a contract to build a new heavy icebreaker. The Polar Security Cutter will cost $746 million under a fixed-price incentive firm contract. Life cycle options could bring the program cost to nearly $2 billion. VT Halter is a subsidiary of Singapore Technologies Engineering. A recent Coast Guard analysis warned the Arctic's shrinking ice makes it strategically vulnerable. I'm Tom Temin. The Air Force says it's making major progress in weeding out outdated paperwork exercises. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. In a memo first reported by Stars and Stripes, the Air Force's secretary and chief of staff say they've eliminated a total of 328 Air Force instructions over the past two years. Another 450 documents have been revised to get rid of unnecessary tasks for airmen. Officials say the stack of paperwork that's been eliminated now weighs 75 pounds and that it'll keep growing. Another 180 instructions are on the list to be rescinded in the coming months months. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 
Acting TSA Administrator Patty Cogswell says the agency's fiscal 2020 budget request zeroes out some programs in order to save others from receiving cuts. Programs getting trimmed include TSA's Visible Intermodal Prevention and Response, or VIPER, teams, as well as cuts to TSA staffing at airport exit lanes. Despite the program cuts, the TSA's top-line budget remains flat at nearly $7.8 billion. A second round of applications for the Cybersecurity Reskilling Academy is now open. The CIO Council will accept applications to join the Academy's second cohort through May 15th. Applicants will be asked to take two online assessments between now and May 22nd. The Council will choose participants by early June. Eight weeks of classroom training will run from July through September. The second cohort is open to all federal employees this time, including those with IT backgrounds. Updated guidance for agencies to make sure mobile applications are secure. The National Institute of Standards and Technology Special Publication 800-163, Revision 1, details and refines the current app vetting model by better defining the roles and processes that affect the security analysis. The new publication also describes how vulnerabilities can be identified and weighted based on existing standards and best practices. This is the first time in four years that NIST updated its guidance for mobile application vetting. Many employees at the Homeland Security Department are finding the recent leadership changes unsettling, but feel they won't have much of a day-to-day impact. 81% of DHS employees who took a federal news network survey say they're worried by recent changes, but a clear majority of 69% say the leadership shakeups have no impact on their daily work at all. The department has at least a dozen top leadership spots vacant or held by acting officials. And the General Services Administration is planning on testing several building technology innovations at some of its facilities later this year. One pilot for a connected building operating system aims to provide real-time recommendations to a building's heating and cooling system to make them more efficient. Another program looks to test on-site energy generation through microgrid technology. As part of its Proving Ground program, GSA is working with third-party evaluators to test these tools, which are not yet available as commercial technology. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 